0: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code THUMBS at checkout. I will. Good, Jake.
1: Hey, I'm on a podcast. (laughs) Now I'm probably talking at the voice that I would normally talk on a podcast.
2: Hey... Something's wrong with the mic. Nick Brecken's voice is audible. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fucking
0: blast this cast!
2: Is October 22nd,
3: 2014 And this, I'm Nick Brecken Oh my god, <laughs> oh god. Damn it.
0: No, no, no
3: This is Auto Thumbs 181 I'm Chris Remo
2: <laughs> I'm Danielle Riendo I'm Sean Vanneman I'm Jake Rodkin <laughs> Come on Nick, you and can And I'm Nick Brecken Okay, there All he right. is no.
4: Welcome you back. We Hick. had to go
3: buy because of you. That's I'm a sorry. fifth microphone I'm yeah. <laughs> <The fiber. The, laughs> You had to buy me the fiver. You had to buy Jake. The week delayed
0: fiver. We should thank the Kickstarter backers from like 2012. Backers.
4: <laughs> thank you all. <laughs> probably
0: still that money. Thank you all. <laughs> yep.
4: It's a very exciting night. I'm glad to be Have here. Have we done no. fiver
0: ever? not with this crew. No. When no. Anita was here we did five. Yeah, that's oh, that's right.
4: true.
3: That's true. Yeah, but she had to bring her own microphone. That's there true. It was a
4: double lady fiver.
3: Yeah. That's cool. An advanced maneuver. An yes. Advanced <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, really, it's like the Picard maneuver or the Riker maneuver. Oh, I, th- you know? I was thinking
0: like like Christina Yamaguchi or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was it? I was thinking no. like
3: a cheerleading move.
0: Or like oh, a diver, yeah. like Greg Louganis. Just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Oh,
2: yeah. Very advanced. It's like, like Carmack's The reversed. good thing about
0: Nick being gone for so long and being here now is think of all the video games he's played that he can talk about on the podcast.
3: <clears throat> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: Wait, so I heard Nick... I heard this from your mouth, like, today
5: you ago. So I do be I have story. here N- a N- signed document yeah. In <laughs> other words, stating I heard it, that you have played a game. it from an, an
3: incredibly disreputable source, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I heard you deleted Dota. I <gasps> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, it's true. God. I did. delete I have delete theories Dota. about that. Yeah, do you? Wait, well, hold on.
2: Hold on. Let's hear the primary source before we hear
3: the theories. Are you just... No, I want to hear the theory first. I want the theory to be unsullied by the truth. Okay.
0: Well, look... Let's first gather what we know about Nick Brecken's life. <laughs> let's just sit back. Here.
3: This is just a Sherlock Holmes. Put the evidence beyond, together
0: beyond his various compulsions and impulses. He says, <laughs> smacking his mouth,
4: <laughs> leaning <laughs>
0: back in his chair, being judged from head to toe. <laughs> we know two things about Nick Brecken's life in the past. Let's say a quarter of a year, happy year. Okay, one. He entered. And proceeded to lose, inside of, a recreational video game tournament of Defense of the Ancients. And two... I have an objection. <laughs> I don't think you can... And I was two.
5: Already. And okay. two. Was
0: and teams, teams. I was
1: removed from the
0: team forcefully.
3: <laughs> oh what? God. What? <laughs>
1: oh my god. Not the Nick Brecken I know. <laughs> so, to be clear, I was not part of the officially losing team. I was absent.
0: I like that, like, oh, no,
1: I
3: can't be a loser because they got rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to need to hear elaboration on that, by the way. You moved in with your girlfriend. That's true. Not to get into too many personal
0: details on the podcast. Nevertheless, you're cohabitating. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that might be the root of some of the problems here. Uh, besides, uh, issue, you would three, be wrong, issue 3, sir. issue 3, issue <laughs> 3, you have an uncontainable fury of, of
1: anger. <laughs> to wit, she actually wants to play Dota. <gasps> oh, I'm, the 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 I'm the one shutting it down. <laughs> the pieces. I'm the one shutting it down.
3: Wait. She wants gonna, to learn. I will enter into evidence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exhibit B. Uh, Nick, Nick Brecken's Nick Brecken's obsessive drive to ensure that he emerges victorious from Buzz Lightyear's Astroblaster <laughs> and not his girlfriend. Right. I think. I think we can draw a line. Oh, I think all of these things. Yeah, that was a beautiful mind piece yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. That's so. Nick. I can't Breckin
0: object to that. <laughs> that's,
1: that's just my psychology.
0: Nick, Breck- <laughs> Nick Breckin, who I am. As opposed am. to saying, "Hey guys, I think I'd rather not." Concocted his own eviction from his Dota 2 team. So, now that which raised the <laughs> eyebrow of his loving girlfriend who thought I should get into this game so I can play something with my boyfriend, which then mm-hmm. caused him to panic, deleting Dota 2 okay. and telling this the girl the- that
1: the game does not exist. Oh, this is this is, the- <laughs> this is the third Wayne's World ending and that was the correct one. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> That was that was just like revealing the Scooby Doo actual like that is one hundred percent true. I went to Hawaii, so therefore I could not compete in the game.
4: Oh my god!
1: Came back from Hawaii. She wanted to play Donut. I was like, uh, delete.
4: It's real.
0: What's funny is this, this was scandalized. What's great, what's <laughs> what's amazing. What's, this, it's great. It's amazing. This real. is the most. You, look, Danielle, yes. this is the thing <laughs> that you must realize about Nick Brecken. That entire story is solved never happens if Nick just clearly states what he wants out of life <laughs> I would lo- hey guys I'm going on tra- I'm traveling so I shouldn't play in this tournament You know, I don't really think we should get into Dota let's do something else those two sentences <laughs> never, <laughs> nothing has <never> uttered. <laughs> <laughs> nothing in his life needs to ripple
3: <laughs> anyway good to have you back Nick thanks yeah man let's get me back yeah um That's intense. Yeah.
1: Save any lives? That's weird. I, wait, wait. Uh, no, I, I haven't. I heard someone else did. <laughs> I don't here. know. It's this is like a podcast the
3: room. Room. full of rumor and, <laughs> uh, and hearsay.
0: Yeah. This is like our Fleetwood Mac album, room. The thing about that, though, is, okay, <laughs> oh,
2: this, this is a podcast full of what, rumor and hearsay. However, Nick's played out like a combination of a parlor room scene and a courtroom drama, whereas Danielle's is going to be, like, the heroic slow-mo, like... <laughs> End of first or third act of some hospital drama for no, sure. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is
3: ER versus Law
4: Order. ER and the twenty two. All right,
3: go ahead. Shall we call it
4: that? We okay, shall. Okay, so around six thirty or so this evening, I just feel like I hear the little Law and Order a little sound. Effect I know it already right sounds like, like you're delivering. Din, din. It
3: always sounds like you're delivering a legal theory. <laughs> At six thirty this evening. Six
4: thirty-two p.m.
3: Imagine it, juror. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got to paint the picture. You have to stand in the sweet spot in every courtroom. Every courtroom, by the way, has a sweet spot where every, the best lawyers know to like give their best huh. oratory. Yeah, I heard. I learned that in the ACLU. Mm-hmm. There's like every courtroom. Anyway, much
3: like that seat. In much that like
4: couch. this seat in this podcast. It's true.
3: It, we are. We do form a semicircle, and you are directly yeah, in the true. center. Yeah, yeah. And You're like, at the 12 o'clock position really, in the half circle of this this ensemble. I planned it that way. Yeah,
4: you know. This is all my mastermind. All
3: right. So you were on the bus on your way to record this very podcast.
4: I paid. I, I got into the door and there was a woman who was slumped over in a seat. She was like an elderly woman. She had a little dog on her lap and people started freaking out. She had apparently just fainted like right as I was getting on the bus. I didn't see her faint, but she had just fainted. Another woman was talking to her. and She was like freaking out. She's like, oh my God, she was just here. I think she had a seizure. I don't know what just happened. And I was like, okay. The driver calls 911, and I sort of went over to this woman. I didn't touch her because I don't have gloves on. I, I should probably preface this. I used to be an EMT when I lived in Massachusetts. Of course you did. I was an emergency medical technician, basic class, for a couple years uh, during grad school. So I kind of knew somewhat what to do, and I've been in this situation before. There was someone who had a medical emergency on a plane once that I had to sort of go in and deal with because there was no doctor or nurse on the plane. Um, I just sort of, like, tried to ask her if she was okay, and she was completely unresponsive, totally unconscious. So, while we were sort of waiting for the ambulance to come over, I was asking this other woman, like, what happened? And she was like, we were just talking, and she just slumped over, and, like, she's now not responding. The woman woke up and was sort of kind of like um, a little woozy, sort of like keeling from side to side. But she was responding at this point. And mm-hmm. I kind of told her like, okay, we called a doctor. Like the ambulance is on the way. Like you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And she was really woozy, really out of it. And then she started, I won't get graphic, but she started seeming as if she needed to vomit. So I gave her a plastic bag that I happened to have on me so she could throw up. She She didn't actually throw up. She just felt sick, I think. And then she sort of passed out again. Um, At this point, the ambulance came. It actually came, like, really, really fast, um, and they just were able to take her out, and and she was probably going to be okay. They came back and asked us more questions, like, what happened? What's going on with her? Did she have the seizure? Did her eyes roll back in her head? You know, was anything else going on? We are just sort of like, no, she apparently just fainted. You know, I think it it might be a blood sugar thing. It might be a a heart thing. Not sure. But, you know, they told us that she seems like she's going to be okay. We're going to take her to the hospital. We're going to make sure she's Okay. And then it took me an hour to get here. So
3: Here's the thing. Do you know that three minutes before this occurred is when they released the news that Nick Brecken had been ejected from his Dota 2 team? <gasps> She's probably it her Twitter sense. feed. Yeah. It she, was reading, sense she was reading now. Google News at the moment I heard from an eyewitness source.
4: <laughs> she just had, like, the vapors and just fell over in her seat. <laughs> Another
3: thing that could have been prevented she was, by Nick yeah. Brecken. She, was, she yeah. was screaming at in, at her phone into her, like fantasy dota bookie uh trying to change trying to to she's place her rares.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my my rares she said was her last word.
4: That was the last word and then she's out. She's gone. Down for the count. Oh, you don't know how excited. much she's got
2: tied up in inflatable donkey balloons. <laughs> Gosh. Did you, I
0: mean, so um side fucking story. Arfa <laughs> Like the, uh,
2: versus the main thread of this but, episode. Yeah, right. The woman,
0: <laughs> the woman's company who ships you all of your Idle Thumbs merchandise. I was in there the other day, and there's just one of those giant inflatable couriers is for some really? reason From dangling in Nuna's like oh. ceiling, and they're fucking big. They're as big as that yoga ball.
3: Wow. Yeah, Ooh. so
0: the guy who's got like a hundred of those. That's Invictus, right? The hat- For context,
3: yeah. the uh, readers, for context, yeah. we have a yoga ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> There's a reader it's who green. follows the gray markets of uh, Valve digital and now non-digital goods that have digital goods attached to them. Yeah, and he told a story about buy- somebody buying like, and he offered to like hook dozens. us up with,
3: you know, why didn't we take hundreds him up on the of the offer these donkey, for inflatable a donkey, donkey balloons? Cords? Yeah, why didn't we do that?
0: <laughs> we don't have room for a few donkey
2: balloons,
3: but they're not inflated you have right now. One.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: We need at least
0: five. So that we god, can no. helium
2: them from our deck, like, uh, make, like a Dota version of the Pink Floyd Animals cover. That would be fun. That would be that would be, that would be that would be sensational. Yeah. Um, or maybe we could get like a hundred of them and inflate them all, and then have a small child float away. Oh my god. <laughs> or Danielle. Or me.
0: When I was a kid,
2: I used to have like. Those are probably my two suggestions. Last time we talked about this, by the way, so let's just note that.
3: Sorry. When I, was, <laughs> when I was, like, a little kid, I used to have, like, day nightmares about just getting carried away. Daymares? By bo- oh, by no. Because believe- I wasn't asleep. I don't know what you call it. But I would right. just have, like, flights of, fa- of fancy yeah. where I would just be terrified <sighs> that if I, like collect enough balloons at like, I don't know, a birthday party or something, I would just float away. They would tie themselves yeah, to your then, wrist. Yeah. <laughs> just die. Like I would just be dead. Uh, it, yeah, You'd be like, like a, a potent... like a raccoon
2: or small like creature that just like is so excited about having it that you won't let like, go, but Red- that will Red- then Red- become Red- your own <laughs> demise. When exactly. everyone on the ground would be cheering you on I'm like, oh look at
1: that kid, go, kid, go. And you're like, no, I'm doomed. <laughs> and
4: you're screaming, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, it was bad. I didn't like thinking about it.
4: Yeah, that is a horrifying thought. It, when you're little, everything is scary. Everything in the world.
3: Sort of. Things are like the <laughs> things. Maybe a lot of things that probably should be scary are not. Right. A lot of things that are not actually being kidnapped. like,
4: Whatever.
5: Things <laughs> that, things, could be that
3: fun. <laughs> things that are <laughs> never going to be a concern. Like floating away on. a a bunch of balloons and then dying that said probably not worth being scared of
2: probably yeah. good yeah. that small you existed pre-youtube and pre-gif because you could probably find video of a kid actually like making it over a park fence because yeah. he's holding too many balloons <laughs> <That's probably laughs> true. Like,
3: yeah i remember the, the the moment i started being scared of that too was when i was really little and i think where i was living in new york at the time and i was carrying an umbrella um and like, it was just weird. Hopefully
2: it was a really big umbrella, so it was super cute and it awkward. It was. Aww. It
3: was a full adult sized umbrella. Good. Golf umbrella. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it's a and it was beach just umbrella. really windy and really intense. <laughs> and it like, at one point, the wind just picked me up for like five to ten feet. Not like I mean not in the air, but like vert, like horizontally. Oh right. Like, oh, yeah. you know, You're like, whoa, <laughs> they just picked
1: me up a full floor up in the no, air. Whoa, no, no. Oh, Mary Poppins. No, no, like just like
3: <laughs> yeah. just like a shallow arc, like a, probably a I foot, you, a yeah, foot yeah. high. You yeah. take a step and, like, and you glide, you
0: glide. Yeah, I would like whoa for a minute like, you oh, flew. My,
3: I, like I was so like that freaked me out so much because I'm like what if that what if I was like that just happened? What if those are real balloons? Yeah.
2: What if there were balloons tucked under this umbrella?
3: What if a, what if a clown? What if a like Central Park clown balloon salesman ran up to me, stuffed a bunch of balloons <laughs> under my umbrella, and then ran away?
4: And then went. You can't <laughs> trust clowns. Yeah. Yeah. they'll yeah. do that to you. Yeah. That's that was the day you
2: were you were first afraid of balloons, umbrellas,
3: and clowns. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the combination, and especially
3: of which. <laughs> the balloon, umbrella, clown cocktail. And yeah. Speaking of traveling via balloon. Nick Brecken. Well, oh, that was a good seg there. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, this iOS game. Yeah, yeah. tell Nick, me about. Nick, oh right, I think
3: the game Nick and I have probably played most in the last week. I would guess. Yeah, in my certainly case, me. Yeah, me yeah. as well. Yeah, um, is a game called 80 Days by <clears throat> Inkle Studios, I believe. Yeah. So, the, go ahead. I have a question though. Okay, um, I'll, I'll describe it real quick and then ask away. So, 80 Days is basically an interactive fiction game with a really, really heavy <laughs> map component and a light economic component um it's based on jules verne's around the world in 80 days and you are um character you you are put in the role of his uh valet passapartu and you uh, his valet his valet whatever <laughs> however it is preferred in this in this usage and um, <laughs>
0: like in two weeks we've played a game games where like you're the lovable scamp from the street who kind of helped Sherlock Holmes. Right, you're a valet. <laughs> you're never the cool dude.
3: No, no. But and but it, it, what's funny is that in this one, as I guess in Sherlock, like in in the Sherlock Holmes game, you're ostensibly just kind of the raw information gatherers, but really what you're actually trying to do is like piece together the entire thing. And also in 80 days, what you're effectively doing is actually just charting and successfully executing a full trip around the world while your master like the gentleman it's well, just, ah, mm, mm. just kind of this weird <laughs> aloof presence in the background as you play it you know like he he he's it,
1: just a giant anchor i mean he's he, he's, he's often not, the reason why you lose the game god
0: i love <laughs> that nick's fantasy of this game is like if i don't only cut loose this rich guy it's true <laughs> ah.
1: he gets sick He's always just getting sick in in Hawaii, and just never gotten sick in my game. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Well, the health meter, the health meter in the (laughs) box. Well, I I push him pretty hard.
3: To be fair, (laughs) I'm like really—he bucks a little, but you gotta, you gotta (laughs) be stern. I'm so conscious of not letting him get like too tired or or unhealthy. Like I never, I never let his health dip dip down.
2: Whereas
4: that Nick's like, so much.
3: I'm getting this sack of bones around the world if it
1: kills, yeah, guy, well, if it kills him. I got a
4: thing that's, worth, I got
1: this rhino horn. It's worth six thousand pounds. I
2: don't have time for your shit. <laughs> we gotta get to Jakarta now. Wait, so he's just your mule? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You're no, the, no you, you're his mule. Right, but I mean, in the case of Nick, it sounds like Nick is basically just never, moving merchandise never by does, way of this rich yeah. guy. It never does. specify like, yes, who carries the bag? I have the papers you need for international travels. Get this fucking rhino horn <laughs> over the border. <laughs> Oh it's God. like... He's uh, just a front. <laughs> Nick is actually living the world of Cloud Atlas, where he's just secretly oh poisoning yeah. this guy to eventually <laughs> just bleed him out of stuff. Fucking I actually Cloud did speak of Cloud Atlas, Atlas while I
3: was playing the game <laughs> for Oh, that my reason. God. <laughs> uh, for that reason, of course you did. Yeah. Wait, um, so how do you actually so, do things Okay, in this yeah, game? So, so real quick, <clears> the, <throat> the, the setting of this game is... 1873, which I, I assume is also the setting of the book. I, I read that book. I think when I was a kid, and I, yeah. I remember basically nothing about it. And, and you were afraid of balloons. Putting everything together, <laughs> I
4: read this this uh,
2: sort of lighthearted Jules Verne adventure <laughs> under a fucking blanket with a
3: flashlight. <laughs> My door triple Slank. locked. <laughs> yes. um, so the setting <laughs> is sort of you ostensibly is. You know, to you know, a British gentleman and his servant traveling around the world in 1873. But it is like sort of a—it's kind of a steampunky kind of now everyone in the world is equal kind of theme. I feel like it's a very common kind of nerd trope, right? Yeah, it's like sort of. it's like it's like England in the late 19th century, except social equality is real and there's robots like that I feel like that is like a combined so everyone has a balloon. that exists as a setting um in stuff and this is that which I'm usually not like it's usually not my favorite thing but I actually like how they did it in this case yeah um it's got it it provides for a kind of a cool examination of sort of colonial themes and like the empire and um, yeah, because the subtext isn't gone. It's just sort right. of... Right. Like, you're still... You're a you're <sighs> master especially, you know, the, what's the guy's name? F- F- uh, Phileas Fogg? Yeah. He's still kind of just the aloof British arist- aristocratic, you know, um, whatever. But uh, he's he's still dandy. that...
4: Dandy. Yeah. Dandy,
3: yeah. He's still <laughs> that character. Um, maybe not a dandy, because he's very buttoned down. I see. But, you know, he, he he's very aloof. He's wealthy. He's um, sort of very much sees himself as the civilized man. Um, and so he – and you can choose to play Pastor Part II as either closer to that or more of kind of a wide-eyed kind of um, citizen of the world or as someone who is just kind of like suavely cool with everything, you know? And so you you kind of bounce off the British colonial attitude against the like potentially – Um, kind of more progressive attitude if you Mm. choose to play it that way. Uh, And you encounter all kinds of characters through the world who, um, you know, are clearly very intentionally (laughs) written to buck against um, Victorian-era British stereotypes of other cultures. Mm. Um, And so, like, in this game, you know, Africa has strong, like, air superiority with just the, in the fiction of this world, like, african steamship you know like flying what is it african airships i guess yeah. are like you know quite renowned and like all the different cultures have their own different kind of technological um uh, marvels, stre- and marvels yeah and and then there's also kind of running um animosities that are i like because they take actual um um things going on in the world at the time you know like Conflicts regarding like the Austro-Hungarian Empire and like the Holy Roman Empire and things like that, and then there's also these kind of more f- fantastical um, subplots about like the artif- artificers, artificer. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Uh, the guild that makes robots and you know <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. people who are suspi- who are suspicious
3: of 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 uh, kind of artificial intelligence and and um, mechanized uh, workers and things like that. Um, so there's those kinds of struggles that are going on. It's just – it's really well thought through and the way you play it is by charting courses from town to town or from city to city throughout the world, learning through conversation what routes are available and then just reacting to events that happen, right? So like you'll be approached by someone or you'll go out and explore the town and get involved in a fight or you know, you'll, you'll, you're you'll buying and selling goods that are worth more in certain cities and so is it worth like going out of your way to to go to this city that maybe will cost you a couple days but you'll make five thousand pounds by reselling it there which is actually important because withdrawing money from the bank requires you to burn at least one day at a time like you know at least one day is just gone every time you take money out of the bank and so you know picking up a quick buck is actually quite valuable if you're also making progress um it's just balancing a lot of these little things it's 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 really fun
1: that's, that's the reason that I think it's special is that it balances all of that stuff really well. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about on the way over and it, I feel like um, both from just a uh, presentational standpoint, I don't know. There are a lot of um, narrative fiction games that I feel like fall very heavily on the narrative fiction side of things. And I feel like this is And I also think that it would have been a mistake to take this game, take the narrative fiction element, and then, you know, abstract it with a thousand different gameplay mechanics. It just does enough of that stuff. Oh, yeah.
3: No, they they picked the battles well. They
1: picked the battles really well. And also, um, the stuff that's in there that is fiction, uh, one, it's really well done. But then, two, um, it incentivizes you in a way that uh, normally a narrative fiction game doesn't to... like. The the core mechanic being this, you know, the time the timer being built into everything incentivizes you to talk to people Maybe and just the of sort days. of roll the dice. Yeah. And you know, the clock is constantly ticking down and so you would feel like, oh, well, naturally the best way to play is just jump to the next city and keep moving. But you find out really quickly that Talking to people is the way that you actually, yeah. you know, actually having those conversations and finding the stories mm-hmm. is one way to, you know, speed the journey along. It's basically a roll of the dice, but it, it, you know, it's a nice job of getting you to enjoy that content in a way that is actually satisfying from a gameplay side. Yeah, and it's also um, just
3: satisfying on the content side. I oh, mean, man, it's really good. I mean, I had a moment where I just quit my game entirely because I was on a huge journey on the Trans-Siberian uh, railway across, you know, all of of Russia and um, like, ha- you know, halfway across, um, I like, you know, your character is sort of, all he's, as I say, you can play him a bunch of different ways, including being very standoffish or being really like flirty or being, you know, trying to, you know, play off his sort of worldly experience with all these careers he's had and, and so on. Um, and so I always <laughs> just... The way I play games like this is always just to be as engaging with all the characters as they possibly can. Like I always want to like experience the stories. Um, I mean, if if they're well done, which I think they are in this game. And I remember I, I there's there's you at least in my playthrough. I don't know if this happens always, but in mine I ran into this woman on the Trans Siberian um, Railway or Express or whatever it's called. And that is a journey that crosses several cities. Like, there are some journeys that just go from one city to another city. And there are some that pass through up to, like, half a dozen cities on a straight rail shot. You just buy one ticket and it takes, like, 17 days, but you'll traverse an entire you continent. You can choose to manually stop. Yeah, so that's but you can that's related whole, to my story. Yeah. So, um, And so, like, we had, you know, two or three encounters <clears throat> where, you know, every night I would go out and take a walk. On the, and you can choose to stay in your room and tend to to fog or to go out and do things or to like make money or whatever. And I would always go out on a walk and I would encounter this woman and then we would plan to meet again. And and I remember one day we, you know, we got to, um, some Omsk or something, some city halfway through, uh, the, the continent and, um, and, uh, and, um, and I needed to get off the train for some reason because I had a, an expensive item that I knew was worth a lot there and, I, and, I, and I'm and I like, oh, well, I'll step off the train here, and then, like, the next day we'll get back on a train and keep going. And I got off, and then as I got off, it was, like, madame, whatever, like, mademoiselle, whatever, like, <laughs> comes to the side of the train, looks at you longingly as it, like, speeds away. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Shit. Like, I totally missed my date. <laughs> so I was like, fuck this. And I just quit the game and didn't play it Do for the you rest know, of the day. Have you, have you actually
1: discovered what the character is, though? No. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. it's, it's interesting. Oh, the oh relationships are really good. interesting. Uh, there is some like really, um, like I guess low percentage cause I was reading, um, the author was talking about some of this stuff oh, cool. and yeah, her name um, is what? Meg, Meg, Jan- Jant. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, there's some really low percentage like runs of this game that mm. result in stories, but there is what do you I mean think, by low percentage, uh, just very few people have experienced them. because like, there's, oh, there's oh, so much low content. Random rolls. Okay, she yeah. said, "God, I can't remember." I, I was tweeting at her a couple of times. She said it took her nine months to write all of this stuff, and it's five hundred thousand. So
3: much though. Yeah, stuff. yeah, she
1: did a lot of work, but. Um, yeah, there's some really interesting it's, playthroughs. It's worth it's worth playing through three or four times. God, this this game scene?
0: sounds fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Is thing- it just the iOS? Yeah. So yeah, far. well, like... Yeah. Inkle so, is like an engine, right? So, yeah, they have they a made they, sorcery their tool. They sorcery too. Yeah, and you can just yeah.
1: download their tool and make a thing in it. Um, yeah, that's, oh, what, nice. I, like, that's yeah, what I like. Yeah, yeah, I knew up. that's like, what you were going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Like, there have are already stories. Uh, no, I haven't checked it out yet, but oh, okay. um, there are stories up there, like Lee Alexander had a story on their site. Like, oh, you oh, know, sweet. just like people have. Uh, I feel really late to the party on all this stuff because yeah, I feel no, like. Yeah, I've never a
0: while. I have never. It was one of those things where, like, trying to get the company up and everything. I'm like, I can't go near that because that'll just be. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah. I heard about it for the first time, Nick, when you. Posted one of your auto tweets. Yeah, about you. You had just <laughs> well. So I auto tweeted. I day. never.
1: I never do the auto tweets. I do do either. Uh, I purchased the game off of one of those auto tweets. Right. So I thought. oh... I'm- Pass it down. Exactly. I did oh, the nice. exact
3: same thing. And so I yeah. never post that stuff either, ever. But since I bought the game just sight unseen based on your tweet, I then, when I completed mine, I did the auto-tweet. And then I had other people reply yeah. to me on Twitter and be like, this is awesome. Thanks for like." I mean, it's a good version thing. of
1: that. Like, it oh, just yeah. takes each day of your journey and spits out one sentence that sort of summarizes what happened. So, like, I got punched in Omsk or whatever. It just spits out <laughs> day they yeah. Just to clarify like, for anyone
3: who might misunderstand yeah. It's one tweet at the very end of the game with all those sentences yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. one tweet. per It's not day. this yeah.
2: okay. yeah. thing where it's constantly. Nick, you were gonna. You this. had one caveat about this. It sounded like.
1: Maybe. Uh, you might uh, have a caveat. Now. I was just going to talk about the insane murder mystery that occurs <sighs> in this game. It's really like. What? Like the thing you explained did you talk
3: about that beyond saying oh, that? Oh, that scene is that's so so cool. That part is so cool. Right? I didn't. I'm um, not um, um, because, um, um, because it's so cool. I just. I, I didn't just, want to. I didn't no, want sorry. To I was on my third. I, to, it, I was on my third <laughs> playthrough, and yeah. I only got that for the first time, right. the third time. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I gotta fucking play this game. Pacing wise.
1: Pacing wise, most of the game, it's very measured in the sense that if you go from one city to another, You're going to hit, you know, roughly like two minutes of fiction content. Right. Um, And then every now and then, maybe like three times per playthrough, there will be a long journey where one of those just mega stories. Did you
3: encounter the mutiny?
1: Yes. Yeah. I've had most of them at this there's point, There's a mutiny. Probably. There's
4: a murder mystery. There's The murder slurting? mystery,
1: it's just, it's amazing because what happens is you think, oh, it's just the length of one of these little chunks. And I know, then it just I, unravels I and keeps going. Like, I I didn't give it, didn't give it a 10 minutes. I'm sitting there yeah,
3: yeah, playing, yeah, you're playing a game me, in a game, basically. Really, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to so, say one thing about that, then we can wrap it up. But yeah. I want to tell you who killed the guy in the murder mystery. I don't know who did it. That's the thing. I didn't start off taking it seriously. Enough. I was just like, "Oh, really?" Clicking through. Oh, and be- God, it's and- so good, though. I know. Like what but it I does,
1: the way it's written, it just—it <laughs> so naturally makes you feel like you're solving that I know, crime because we. So, so it makes you feel
4: like Sherlock Holmes. Yes, it really does it's the game that makes you feel like Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes Game makes you feel like <laughs> no, yeah, it's probably my goti, about last week I also
3: think. makes you feel like Sherlock right, Holmes. Right, but we were talking about how the reason that game does that is because. It's totally freeform right. and isn't multiple choice, which this game actually is. But they total they did such a good job at, a, at approximating that yeah. that feeling. Yeah, <sighs> no, it's an it's an amazing piece.
4: I work. need to play this yeah. so badly.
3: Yeah. Oh. So that was uh, eighty days. It's I- available on iOS for four ninety nine from Inkle Studios. Sounds fine. As a game <laughs> sounds
4: like, like a game. It's Fine. Is it it's, is it um okay. just for iPad? I, this is a dumb iPad. I put on, I an iPhone.
3: IPhone. I on an iPhone. Yeah, rad. It's the um, international both. operating system. I
4: see. Excellent.
3: There's a thing that so I'll, this isn't about this game specifically, but I'm I always like playing games like this that are very <clears throat> that look like they wouldn't be games that I would like, and mm-hmm. then I really do. Um, this mm. game looks like it would. You could imagine a game that looks like this and plays a lot like it. That is a total, just free-to-play, monetized garbage fest. Because so much of the game has to do <laughs> yeah. with time passing and items that yeah, you're buying yeah. and selling, and like, all, like buying extra space to hold your baggage. Like, these are all things that that there that there's so many examples. Like, Multi-million-dollar well, successful games that take all those things and turn them into charging real dollars. And this is just pay us five bucks and then have this like amazing huge. Thing. And it also looks like it's not visually amazing. It's totally fine, and there's like li- ink line art illustrations they are actually really. Those are the nice parts when they the illustrations yeah. that show you what your mode of transport looks like. Those are really nice illustrations, and I like those a lot. But most of the rest of the game just kind of looks like it's like a mobile thing. You know, it's fine, like it's clean, but it's not amazing. Um, and I realize how how biased I am towards games that are that have like a really obvious visual sense of style and flair. And I'm really glad that I just played this and it's great. And I don't care that it's not like precious or kind of like flashy looking or, you know, super stylish or anything. It's just really good. It's just really, really good. Yep. I like it a lot. I want to
4: play it. Yeah. I want to play this game.
3: You should. Sorry that Nick and I just dominated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: It's fine. It's It's fine. Good.
2: It's not really worth talking about anything else, really, after that, I don't think.
3: <laughs> you want to take a break? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah we yeah. should. Let's All right. take a break. game. This week's episode was brought to you by Hover, an amazing domain name registrar that we use for everything. Uh, they are doing a sale right now. They have lowered prices on. All their domains, including wacky new TLDs like .club. Cool. .cool. I assume that's what you were referring to. That's what I was referring to. .cool. Yeah. Um, And they have a sale going on on .com domains too, classic domain. Mm. So yeah, we use Hover for all of our websites, have done for years. They're amazing. They're easy to use. They're easy to transfer domains to. Uh, It's just a great service all around. I agree. You better agree. (laughs) (laughs) Hover.com slash Jake. Or enter the promotional code, Jake. Why am I not doing this with Jake? I don't know. Hover.com. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Nature Box, a delicious snack subscription service that delivers all kinds of wonderful treats right to your home or office. And uh, if you sign up with the offer code thumbs at naturebox.com slash thumbs, you can get a free Nature Box sampler thing that has four uh, sample size treats and... A full sized bonus treat uh, for only $2 shipping. It's great. And yeah, I see, I see I, Nick Brecken rustling through our latest Nature Box right now.
1: I am. I'm on the scene. Uh, <laughs> these look delicious. i they wish sorry they delicious. were still in the containers. I know. You containers. got. They're, yes. they're all gone.
3: <laughs> I, I can report. It's because we ate uh, them all immediately.
1: Yeah, these honey macadamia pretzel pops.
3: Those Sounded are delicious. Good. They would have yeah.
1: been delicious right now. I think, those are J- I think those are
3: Jake's favorite. Yeah. Uh, Mandarin garlic peas. I'm all about the peas. Seaweed rice pops. Those things are good. You eat them like crazy. You eat them like popcorn, basically. Caramel
1: pretzel pops. Lots mm-hmm. of pretzel pops yeah. going on here. So if you like pretzel pops. <laughs> if you
3: like pretzel pops, uh, blueberry nom noms, all kinds of stuff. Go to naturebox.com slash thumbs. Get your free nature box trial.
5: Video game.
3: Um, do you know if the Virgin America credit card lets you cancel or change flights without paying? If there's like someone else on your booking.
0: Oh, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Thanks, Virgin
2: America uh, Visa for sponsoring this episode. Brought to you
0: by <laughs> Richard Branson's Empire.
4: Richard Branson. That's his. That's right. his slogan. <laughs> that's he right. paid a lot
3: for that jingle. Richard Branson's empire is the uh, is their competitor to 80 Days. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Travel around the world Richard and Branson. to Mars as Richard Branson.
2: Richard Branson. As Richard Branson's sad like <laughs> pack guy,
3: executive assistant shithead. Yep.
4: <laughs> as, as Excuse Chad. me. It's shithead.
0: That's
2: fucking Chad. Yeah. He, but he's actually his adopted son. For business for tax reasons, so it's Chad Branson.
4: (laughs) Chad Branson! (laughs) You can call him Chard for Richard. Yes. Chard Branson.
0: Chard. You said charting twice, and I thought you said sharding twice.
2: I heard that too. But I was like, what?
4: (laughs) That's part of this game. (laughs) There's a sharding mechanic. Call him Sharding Branson. (laughs) Sharding Branson.
0: Welp. Adam sharted on the Champs-Élysées in France. No! And in his pants? Well, no, yeah. just out in the open air. He just <laughs> I don't know, like in a public restroom? Do you- I don't know. No, he was walking down the Champs-Élysées and he sharted. And he said, <laughs> I sharted. And then made a shriek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, who is this? My best friend. <laughs> Sorry, <Adam. laughs> You know
4: not listen my best. Video game. Are we back here already. Speaking going of sharting, going to come back. or maybe we just are not shitting your pants. Of that. Okay, maybe I mean, just pants shitting got? scares. What do you have? Maybe go for it. I've been playing a lot of horror games, oh. including Alien Isolation, which I've already talked about, but also a new one that I have not talked about before. Wait, real
3: quick, I'm in. You should give an update on Alien Isolation. Oh, so are sure. We yet? How are you still feeling? I am in on the
4: it? early 20s in terms hours? of hours oh in this game. So, I still have so several played, hours to go.
1: I played like five. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think the first ten hours of this game, with you know a couple of exa- of, of exceptions, are like magic, like game of the year. I, I still feel like overall this game is just the the just boldest AAA game that I think I've ever played in my life. Like it makes huh. a lot of very hmm. risky decisions. It disempowers the player. It lets the player feel completely, it's utterly... Played Far
3: Cry 2. Oh, God.
4: <laughs> I mean, I think it actually goes in a, in a way further extreme. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay. I mean, because you're, you're literally hiding under tables and in closets that's true. and yeah, that's, in that's, lockers. That's, that's true. That's actually and totally you, true. You, just, you can do nothing until you get a certain item where you can do a little tiny bit of something where encountering <laughs> a the alien... Encountering the alien <laughs> is not always certain death. Right. Always, once you get this item, but it's, it can be at any sure. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just feel like that's really really bold and, yeah. and something that very cool. few a games do.
3: Yeah, what so what do you think about it, Nick? <laughs> Nick
4: um, hates it. No, Nick, Nick
2: has opinions. <laughs> Uh, there's opinion,
3: no, there's an I don't want to talk about face. it really, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now that my so, conflict, I'm of two
1: minds on this game though, because I,
3: it, well, in some respects, tell us both your minds. Yes. In some
1: respects, it is the game where that we've talked about before for years of just, there's a the the, single uh, enemy, the single enemy guy that runs around in the thing. And that's cool. And it's well done. It's really well done. That part.
0: Yes, uh, I that, being said, spent that being said, that being said, years making exactly what I wanted.
1: <laughs> well, it's not really though because the thing that I don't like about it is that it's not truly open. That those sections are contained within a standard level structure, mm-hmm. um, and also just I have a lot of weird presentational things that bother me about that game. But I don't. I don't know. Like
4: no, I want to hear them. Uh,
1: Man, I don't know. The first hour was really rough for me. So, like, I love the art direction in terms of they're just, oh, we're going to make Alien and it's going to look like Alien and it's, you know, whatever. Uh, But then, like, MS Paint Graffiti.
4: Oh, yeah. The graffiti's the graffiti. awful. Oh, my it's awful. God.
1: And and then just, I hate shitting on this game. I don't know why I'm doing this. But, like, it did bother me a lot. And and just, I don't know, a lot, lot of choices like that that made me sad. But um, those sections are cool. The Alien is is pretty
2: well done. The blood graffiti is a bummer because even just... It or does, whatever graffiti. Maybe right. Yeah, maybe it's just knows. The, the dumb. Yeah. The graffiti it's not just, yeah. is yeah. dumb because so, if, if you're, yeah. you, you say we're making a thing that is a perfect replication of the experience aesthetically of Ridley Scott's Alien, but then we're going to graffiti it. Yeah. yeah. That the, already BioShock- fails. Like, that already fails. Like, Bioshock, you're starting from scratch. Yeah. yeah. Dishonored, you're starting from scratch. City 17, you're starting from scratch. They all have graffiti <laughs> in them and it's stupid. But, like, yeah. Alien, you already have Alien and it doesn't have that bullshit in it. So maybe don't put it in your game if you're going to make everything look like Alien.
4: I was going to yeah. say, the Bioshock element of it that I hate in this game is a sort of, like... And there are audio logs, too. You yeah, know, so, like, yeah. they just I, didn't need any of that. I, it's just stuff that they... It just feels like they made this amazing game. They made this incredible AI for the alien, which is, like, incredible. I have a question incredible. for you. Incredible. I have a yes. question for you. Yes.
1: Do you think... Because I know you love PT. I do. Do you feel like there was a... Like, because why I I don't... Maybe this isn't a question, but just a statement that I think maybe you would think is... So... I feel like there was probably a version of this game that was a vertical slice that probably resembled PT that was the alien going around a level, and they were like, oh man, this is fucking cool. Let's make this. And then they added a bunch of Bioshock stuff, and that's the stuff I don't like about Uh,
4: it. Yeah, I'm worried about that, too. And I think you're right. I feel like they really should have just... Somebody tweeted this at me today when I was sort of just meandering, like having all these thoughts about this game, and they tweeted something like, this feels like a game that a bunch of like talented, intelligent super fans made in that it it does things really well and it actually recreates this world really well and it does a lot of things just in a really great high fidelity way, but there was no self-editing. Like yeah. this is a bunch of mm. fans who love it so much that they just threw well, everything they can't into pull it. Pull themselves away, exactly. When you're at yeah. 20
1: hours, I feel like that's. And probably...
4: I have, like, I have like four or five hours but, to go. So yeah. it's just, I just can't. sort of in a great 10 hour my game. Brain
0: around this yeah. game being this long. I know. It's weird that you You can
2: though, because if you think about, like, I think the fan <laughs> analogy is accurate because it's the same exact thing as someone starting to write, like. I don't know, a Crash what? Bandicoot comic or something, or a novel. <laughs> what? Look, look <laughs> on the internet. Uh, Whatever, fucking yeah, yeah. X-Files fanfics, your well, Star Trek lore. You're totally write, missing my point. You're going to write 500,000 pages of it, not because okay, it's the right choice. You're
0: Star Trek lore, sure, I could see this game being 100 hours, 200 hours, because you have the universe. How do you spend 20 hours in a spaceship... I don't know. It's, you don't go anywhere else. It's <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, yeah. How do you physically like? <gasps> There's a lot I of backtracking in out. the second half of the game for sure. Yeah. backtracking. Yeah,
3: that. But that question. It,
0: That's really the thing that keeps hanging. Yeah. Out, okay, but like, that on a spaceship.
3: Well yeah, but you can always just say like a garden. And you're on then there's there's a a then goes to a, a, a like, station though, know, right? Sort there's of, a sent-
0: start doing that shit, right? Where you're like, oh, this is like the mechanics bay. That's, that's also kinda, this yeah, other thing. Right. Then, oh, this is they where do. they grow the food and it's actually right. really big and yeah. there's a garden and there's a But park. you're
3: asking why did they do that, not why how can they? Because just have to. It's start, a video game. You can always just put more stuff in it.
0: No, oh obviously yes. But like you have you start to bend the the possibility of setting. Yeah. I, I you are like we yeah. need to fill this place. The worst part is bigger, bigger, is emotionally bigger,
4: bigger. how it's. It, this is a pretty one note game. It is an incredibly tense game. Like I, I streamed this for it's six tacky. hours the other uh, day. Oh, I really, like, man, and I, I, I just like my hands <laughs> were se- actually like white knuckle and actually sweating, and my neck hurt after six hours of playing this game. And like well, I you was played just, it like, six oh, hours my God. straight. Yeah, I screamed it six hours Because you have been talking about wow. how you'd
2: been really enjoying well, for it in charity? These...
4: No, just for fun.
2: Okay. Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like it that much. In, I really love the world. In being the previous in two
2: weeks, though, you talked about how you'd been enjoying it in very small bursts and how I that have. was probably what was making it very enjoyable. And then you're like, Bucket. Of it's a
4: like, day. it's because like, I didn't die for like I mean, several hours. <laughs> so, much like that yeah, Crash basically. Bandicoot
3: fanfic author, she just couldn't pull this thing stuff. But okay, it's because you actually were doing really well. It's I was you were, doing
4: well and I wasn't dying that much. You were
3: much. having like a, an alien hot streak.
4: I was having a good day. Yeah, right. it was one of those. And like, this game is something that I feel like you should break it up. If you're doing well, fine. You don't have to stop yourself artificially, but don't keep going after, like, several deaths. Don't which let is,
3: yourself get you know, into the frustrated, like, oh
4: god, okay. Which happens. Right. Yeah, sure. absolutely. It yeah. definitely happens. I've generally just
3: been stopping when I die.
4: Yeah, that's a good... That's a That's good pretty way. Pretty much,
2: shooting the I, Alien Isolation daily challenge. I yeah, go back more or less. More yeah, game. I really should. Yeah. I
4: really love this game. It frustrates me that there is those elements, and I agree with you completely, Nick. On on this sort of like crap that they sort of feels I like just, thrown in a little. The bit, The Alien in a way. is
1: really compelling. Like yes. I hit a moment just a couple hours ago where like they're, the compelling
0: Alien.
4: He is, he's a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> a compelling. I call, I call mine Frankie.
0: That's when yeah. he has his next novel. By yeah. the yeah.
4: way, the gentleman he's Alien. A, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he does
3: kind of walk a compelling a alien. He does. He has, he, has, he has, like, I a little see the top swish hat. to his hips. Somebody... You know? He drags ha-
2: road cones
3: around. Have you
2: seen <laughs> that GIF?
3: What, yeah. oh, a vid- yeah. Have you seen the actual video? Yeah. Yeah. There's
2: a guy who is streaming this whose username is just, like...
3: It was, Devious just, cone it was like or something? The, yeah, a a crazy cone or
2: something. And he was live streaming this, and then he hid in a hallway, and the xenomorph walked by... And then there was, like, silence for, like, five seconds, ten seconds. Then he walks by again, and his, you know how his tail's just super long? Oh, yeah. He yeah. clears 80% of the hallway, then at the very back of his tail, a safety cone <laughs> is just affixed to it, just resting. It looks like, it looks like the tip of his tail's hiding so under hit. it. He's, he's dragging across. This- oh, oh, <laughs> and this guy whose username is Cone and whose icons are safety cones just loses his fucking mind. And his chat explodes. His chat so just loses good. his mind. And then, all, then the alien walks by again. And, and winks at him. No, it knocks another cone <laughs> into the scene and then still has the other cone affixed no to it. So that alien has just like... Just it just like tr-
3: tromped <laughs> through a pile of cones. What's funny
0: is that's exactly what happened to a guy at a party wearing a costume.
3: Yeah. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, that's we, why... Okay, oh this, is the most, this is the most ridiculous <laughs> like, thing oh, about get it. Get guys. Come the on. video is hilarious. We'll see you, see it, you, should, you should watch the video version of it. But the first one I saw was a GIF which was rendered at like... 400 pixels by 200 pixels or whatever. So it's really small and they nailed the lighting and the color palette so well that I saw this looping <laughs> gif. Of you thought it was an, like a DVD extra, one. right? Like, <laughs> yes, I genuinely thought. It was an outtake from a filming of one of the Alien movies where the guy in the suit was like dragging the cone around and the yes. crew was like. Because <laughs> <laughs> the camera kind of wobbles at the end, which is the guy's, but it's mouse the guy's look fucking wobbling. mouse look wobbles. Oh, God! But it just I'm looks laughing. like the cameraman just cracked up at the end. <laughs> oh,
4: it's so, it's so
3: amazing. Good. Yeah, oh, man, that guy just loses his fucking mind when that yeah. happens. Also, it's- I gotta say, the word xenomorph sucks. It's yep. really it bad. Xenomorph, yeah. just dumb. the alien. Call it the alien. Just, I'm I going to call it the freaking. xenomorph
2: just to watch you sort of go. Ugh.
3: It's so bad. It's a
2: really bad.
0: word. It's a barf Ugh. word.
3: Yeah. yeah it's really it's a.
2: It's. I wasn't
0: yeah. a big enough alien fan to know that the alien was called a xenomorph. I didn't know until that until very, very recently.
3: recently. Yeah, and in the game it, they refer to it as the capital A alien.
4: Yeah, they do, or the creature. It's they don't have like a. Yeah, they don't call yeah, it that's which what is, they
3: should is, do. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Xenomorph
2: spotted game erased. Like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, totally. But this might be my game of the year, depending on how cool. how bad Get it affects it itself.
2: What were you going to say? You were, okay, what but- other oh, game?
4: Yeah, The Evil was in. I know. Oh, I want to play this Another so bad. horror game. Whoa, that really? Is-
3: yeah.
1: What, what, the guy you know, who made Resident Evil 4? Oh, like, yeah, no, that's true. This
4: game... I, I, I was
1: just... I mean, I'm not saying really... You just I, got
2: so excited, though. I was like, I haven't seen
1: you that I've, animated yeah, in I, a
0: long time. I've yeah, seen, I haven't seen you that animated since the years had, like, not two zeros in them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, that was oh, amazing.
2: Man. Yeah.
0: That's
4: pretty exciting. Well... Okay, so it's a third-person horror action game from the maker of Resident Evil 4, and it is, like, just batshit insane. Like, this entire game, I have no idea what's going on, I just know I'm playing as a yeah. guy who is supposedly a journalist who goes into this weird Hellmouth area house thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, this weird like,
0: Hellmouth hell area house thing. Quiet for a second! <laughs> like, Hellmouth. Hellmouth, crazy mouth Hell like, not house clarifying. thing. God. Okay, That's, you know what
1: flashed to mind? The crazy weird, like
4: house. I don't know.
1: the weird mouth. Of, do you remember? Do you remember when, like. <laughs> What was it, Quake 3, Quake the first, three. The first I you Quake 3 screenshot, where it was just a stupid it's curved like surface friends, and show off, like, just show off the show-off curved mouth. surfaces. It was just a fucking, like, bloody mouth <laughs> thing, yeah. Like, like, yeah. tunnel Skin mouth. that you walk yeah. through. Well, yeah. they shipped
3: that level, too, right? I yeah, remember they, that yeah. in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah I, you fragged a man Hell in that tunnel. Level? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: it's
3: really good. There's a rocket launcher in there, I think, right? Yep. Yeah.
4: Everything a man needs right there. Oh, it's good. Okay, I mean, so you
3: go into the weird Hellmouth house area. And From then, Quake From point three, you get a rocket launcher.
4: And then uh, there's a stealth section to teach you sort of Oof, the stealth uh-oh. part of the game, uh-oh. which, you know, was interesting. It's where you kiss
2: the Hellmouth. <laughs> 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 <I just, laughs> Jesus.
4: Very gently, you know, because it has fangs. It's cute. You sneak up on (laughs) it. It's a dude with a chainsaw. You got to walk around a room. And then you go through a sewer, and it's gross, and there's a lot of blood. It's like a blood sewer. And then, and then... (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, then the whole world explodes.
4: No, and then you go into an
3: ambulance. Is that, is that the sewer where they collect the toilet blood from the hell? I guess mouth, so. House? Wait, I so. Hold so. On. You go into a s- blood sewer.
4: Yes, you do. And then and you're, you're in swing an ambulance? Around, and then there's a transition. You get outside. There's a cut scene. You get outside, and your friend who is driving you somewhere, I, I swear to God, this is like verbatim what happens in this game. I still don't know what's going on in this game, and I've been playing it. You are in an ambulance and people start turning into horrifying creatures. You go off like a, a, a ramp, and the fucking ambulance is just like flying in the air. It lands, and then you start going into a shooting sequence, a sort of like third person shooting area where you need to learn how to shoot things.
1: Well, no, you missed, you skipped a spot. The whole world explodes while it you're does. driving away
4: in the it does, in the ambulance. Yes. When you're in forget the
3: ambulance, that. buildings are falling buildings down.
4: Buildings start crumbling around you Nick and exploding. Breckin's
3: recording waveform. <laughs> is this
4: a bar? How could I, okay. I forget? It's it's like a weirdly like if Inception were a lot stupider and like just the world <laughs> just kind of crumbles on itself God, the polygon quote oh. the box. but it's so this game is batshit <laughs> oh also the overworld quote-unquote is is a weird sort of a insane asylum with a nurse who looks a lot like bayonetta and that's how you save your game and you actually sort of um the way you upgrade yourself and your abilities is you sit into an o- electric chair and you have the electric chair the device put on your head and that's how you upgrade your abilities this sounds like the I schlockiest a really oh, it is. question it is schlocky as hell it is like all the way everything cheesy resident evil but intentionally cheesy chris what marketing did you see that made you react <laughs> like you reacted at the beginning of this conversation None,
3: zero <laughs>
0: obviously you've been subjected <laughs> so, to some
3: now what's your new take i don't know all i've seen so, is posts how far so- have you played
4: Two hours, maybe. I'm not well, very okay. far. So I'm playing for uh, Alien. <gasps> well, What's no, no, your no, mid map you settings? Please. Well, no, because I linear <laughs>
3: filtering
1: on. I mean, I played like the earliest, earliest versions of this game at Bethesda. Okay. So, like, but like, basically, the first because I was talking to Steve about this game because uh, I played. And Steve is into it. Where's yeah. the sixth yeah. microphone? Well, <laughs> so spirit. The the first couple hours are that, and yes. then it becomes a Mikami game. From what okay. I understand, and that, and from what I played, uh, that see that that core of the game game like the actual game game has existed for forever. The rest of it, I think, yeah. let so, see. So yeah. there's a,
2: there's a middle that is more of an expected yes. experience, and yes. then it just has, I guess, a huge opening credit sequence. Basically, like I yes. mean,
4: okay. And that a lot makes of, a little and a lot more of tutorializing. sense. Yeah. yeah, there's just it's. I'm basically just in these weird tutorial sections, and I'm really I'm you know all right. One part of me is saying like, okay, this is like treading on some gross stereotypes about mental illness and so on and so forth. That it seems they feel a little bit lazy. The sort of like asylum stuff is definitely going on, but on the other hand, I'm sort of appreciating a video game ass video game while I'm playing Alien Isolation, which feels much more. Refined, I guess, in some ways. Maybe sure. that's a weird right, word to use, to but it's trying to be
3: totally consistent. Exactly.
4: To something. Yeah. And this, this feels like it's not... it's not an ambulance <laughs> leaping out of yeah. an
2: exploding city and a blood sewer.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Like this, I'm having fun with that. It's also, you know, it feels very seasonally appropriate here in here in the month of Shocktober that I play a really goofy horror.
2: Yeah, game. no, that's fair. Schlocktober.
4: Shoktober. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool.
2: <sighs> This is a strange episode because we've covered a lot of very different stuff, and I just want to play all of it, and I haven't played any of it.
0: <laughs> what if you could make a video game instead? Uh-huh. Just, yeah.
2: Well, I don't know. You want to live that dream? Jury, jury's out on that. <laughs> 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 nice. There's a
3: book you want to talk about?
0: Yeah. I mean, other than it's just really good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about it because it's a book, you know, and it's one of those things where you want to like.
3: <laughs> those are lame. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, you don't want to. Just fucking read it. Uh, So John Darnell, who's the main guy from the Mountain Goats, wrote a book that's up for the National Book Award. He is the Mountain Goats. He is the Mountain Goats. He is Mountain Goat. He is a goat. He is Goatsy. Um, (laughs)
2: Wouldn't that be a fucking twist?
4: (laughs) It really would. You
2: get the the first edition hardcover and turn it over to the back and go, okay,
0: that's an author photo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or you just go like, I know that ring. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> I, uh, I guess similar. I don't
0: know. No, no. Anyway, um, whatever. No. Uh, so he wrote a book called Wolf and White Van that's small. <laughs> it's like 230 pages. So really, you can. I don't know. I always feel like that's important to say because if somebody says a book's less than 250 pages and it's great, I'm insta purchase because it's like okay, sure. I can get through it in two settings yeah. and I don't have to like feel bad when I if I don't. What like, was go. it called again? Wolf and White Van. Okay. um It's actually about a game designer. Uh, but not a know video that. game designer. Um, mm-hmm. you I didn't know anything about this book. A board game designer? Um, no, sort of a real world ARGs game de- or something? Yeah, okay. kind of. Mm. It's a guy who... Um, I don't want to give too much of the plot away because I think discovering these things was really fun. Uh, it's a guy who makes his living. He lives sort of like relatively in seclusion. Uh, makes his living by doing a basically D&D by mail... Hmm. Of oh, a cool. world that he completely generated in his own brain, sort of a post-apocalyptic world that he uh, came up with um, in, in the inside of his—it's his like his mind. own
2: intellectual property, like it's his own uh, yeah, franchise. Exactly, sure. <laughs> he's leveraging that. <laughs> he's
0: leveraging his own IP <laughs>
2: is what he's doing. Nice. Uh, like a business book then,
0: and it's a book. This is the thing that I think is really remarkable about the book is that it would very easily be able to be a book about the type of people who like games by, and by exploring a lot of these sort of uh, like internal processes and sort of like trends and uh, attributes of somebody who likes to sit in a room by themselves and play a game. And it's not that it's not about that. Cause that stuff is this really delicate thread through it, but it's about, the sort of solace of interiority across the board it's not mm. just about like the game feels the game that he designs and, and he references throughout the book it's written in the first person is important to the plot of the story and important to the book but it doesn't feel like the book right. like the sure. way something like ready player one is or uh-huh. whatever you uh-huh. know um because i don't i'm not a big fan of that book um And it's great. It's really wonderfully, beautifully fucking written. Just, fuck, jeez, Louise. Like, really, really amazing. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's really worth checking out. Cool. The the game that he concocts in the story instantly made me want to, like, go make stuff. It's really cool. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's really, really, really great. I highly recommend it. Wolf and White Van. By John Darnell. Very good. John Darnell, yeah. Cool.
4: Fantastic.
2: Do you guys want to take a quick break before reader mail, and or do you want to just do it? Let's just do reader mail. All right. I have a weird story too that we probably won't have time
1: for, so I'll save it for next week. Nope.
3: Yes, we're back. I need an incentive.
2: For oh, okay. To what you this do you don't want? To, you how did? You, how can you resist that? How can I resist? How can you resist Nick saying I've got a weird story, but I guess I won't tell it? <laughs> how can you let that stay? Okay, whatever. <laughs> reader time. mail. You Nick, you're time. back Read next week. Mail. Next week. Mail. This promise has Everyone been written in week. blood well, from a blood sewer good, oh on the God. wall yes, of the space station.
0: A <laughs> from a hell mouth. I
2: got <laughs> a hell mouth. Uh, Nick uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> from Yes. From my hell mouth. hell mouth
3: to your ears.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> next week on Idle Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
5: so
3: good. All right. Uh, Shocktober uh, continues. <laughs> Ian writes, hey, guys, love the show. Your discussion on games have made me take second looks at games I would have skipped over. So thank you for that.
0: Um, oh, you're welcome, Ian.
3: I come with a beef, however. <laughs>
0: tell your friends. In episode... <laughs> oh, never mind. Don't tell your friends.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. In
3: episode 165, Jake compares Sonic fans to They Might Be Giants fans. <gasps> Jake, what do you have against They Might Be Giants and Oh, I fans? think that's an accurate... I, don't think, I, I think that holds water still. No, okay, Anyway, thanks for the laughs and mad props to Danielle for joining the crew. You roll much love to y'all,
2: Ian. One, I still r- really like They Might Be Giants. I listen to them far less frequently than I did when I was in my early 20s in college. But, sometimes I draw my friends like some of their members on DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... What is, like, I feel like my comparison...
3: Glasses. God, what, is the, what are they both called? John... In that band, their name is both John. Yeah, because the fact that they both have the same name makes their fans even more like Sonic fans. Yeah, everyone is like, <laughs> "Who the Hedgehog?" This person, the Hedgehog. Bob, the Hedgehog. Yeah, there was a, there was a while when John, it was John and John,
2: and their backup band was Dan, Dan, and Dan. Oh so, my gosh. <laughs> I think I was but The, aware the of that. comparison that I made was that Sonic fans, Sonic stays the same, and their fans stay the same, but it's different people. Like yeah, there's exactly. new, there's a new person who turns a double-digit age and think Sonic the Hedgehog is cool until they're, like, getting out of their tweens. And, like, They Might Be Giants, I feel is a little bit older on the scale, but it's, like, junior high through early college, you probably are, that's, like, you're in the They Might Be Giants zone and yeah. you, most people age out of it. Or you, like, condense it down to just a few things you like. I like Sonic 2 and I like Flood and the original album. Like, <laughs> the, you know. <laughs> it's like,
4: like Sesame Street, too. You know, that stays the same. There are new children every year.
2: Sesame Street... You age out of it in a different
0: way. Yeah, but Sesame Street is something that's built for Sesame children. Sesame Street right? predates your ability to self define. I think. Like Sonic, like I Sonic, think- <laughs> yeah, Sonic and There Might Be Giants are pieces of like their media that aren't age targeted, but have their audience that yes. is a oh, window of somebody's life, and that window can shift left or right, as opposed to being like has age on, written on the box. Yeah, something. yeah, I,
2: think, I see. You know, I mean, that, the, and that's not to say you shouldn't like they Might Be Giants at your, as you're, if you're older, or you shouldn't like Sonic the Hedgehog if you're older. But the core of those fan bases.
0: Is Stick is like that, that age window yeah. of yeah. human beings. I like think. if somebody said right now, "Oh, you want to go to the They Might Be Giants show?" I'm like, "Well, when? Like, like now? Like tonight?" Like, yeah, sure, okay, i would go. You know, I wouldn't like buy a ticket in advance, but like I would go. It seems like a good time. You're
2: gonna have fun, right? But you're not gonna camp out for tickets for a day, no, because <laughs> then you'd be hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> well. I mean, are they cool? Like, are they want
0: to like, Sonic.
3: Fans. Do they want to party or yeah, what? Yeah, they I want to
0: party mean. down to party or what? <laughs> Add me on WhatsApp and we can be pals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to hang out and draw Sonic uh, fan art together. <laughs> I
4: was going to say. All right.
2: Good. I'm going
0: to do Here's jail my now. Sonic
4: Obama. What, Sonic dunking the kids on I draw Obama.
0: Sonic fan art <laughs> Sonic with guys. what has <laughs> What's a good you?
3: assonance to have it? Have
4: you seen the Sonic Obama f- Sonic fan art? My I God. Have, I
3: must admit I have not. Oh. Thanks, Sonic Obama. <laughs>
4: I mean, you could draw Sonic dunking on Obama. You know, it would be beautiful.
2: Well, Did you be see that? Did then? you see that comic <laughs> that Ali Moss posted like yesterday? Oh yes, oh, I actually. saw it was, that. It was Jack and Rose from Titanic, and Rose says, "Draw me, draw me like one of your Sonic OCs." Oh my god. <laughs> And then it's just the exact same shot of you know her posing nude and him like scribbling. And then the next shot is just a gross hedgehog <laughs> with, boobs, with boobs and, and nipples like, and, and, and hair. Classic
3: Sonic like peace sign. And she's still
2: doing the peace <laughs> sign. And it says
3: Rose the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh wow! It's really oh, it's good.
3: delightful. It's really
2: What's OC stand
0: for? Original
3: character. Original
0: character. Okay.
3: Yeah. Oh, let's see. All right, Marshall Sandoval writes, Hey, Thumbs, in episode 177, The Good Ones, Chris talks about 3D animated movies with a sense that just because you want the thing that'll make you better than everyone, you're actually secretly great. There might be these other people who've actually been working hard to get something, but they're probably assholes. I also find this trope annoying. However, Monsters University subverts this trope really effectively. Mike Wazowski wants nothing more than to become a scarer. He gets to Monsters University, but he's terrible at it. In the false climax, you think they settle for the he's secretly great ending, but they don't. I won't spoil it beyond that. It's delightful that they move past the cop-out. The credit sequence shows Mike and Sully literally working their way up from the mailroom to become the scorers we know on Monsters, Inc. The implication being that they actually do scarres, get what they've aspired scarres, to, but only Chris. with dedication, resilience, and hard work. It's the best. Please watch it. Regards. Fuck Nick. Marshall Sandoval.
4: <laughs> it's a really
0: good movie. I yeah, actually Chris, think, of all the Pixar films that I've seen, I think that's probably the one. You, you would actually really enjoy that one. I mean, I like a lot of
3: Pixar movies. I never yeah, saw but yeah, but no, yeah, that one. Monster yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, it's good. Monsters University is great.
3: Yeah, that's what I, I heard. Several from people. people have actually said this exact thing to me since that episode, which is one of the reasons I wanted to. It bums me out that
0: that movie sort of came and went. Maybe it didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear but it I, it must have, because if it hadn't. Disney would still be like. I don't feel yeah. like. Showering I don't feel like money.
3: they did a good
2: job of conveying to people why you should watch it if you already watched Monsters Inc. Like it just feels like it felt like a prequel, like a spinoff. It didn't feel like like
0: yeah, it doesn't. It does. It feels like it feels like that that decent Aladdin movie that wasn't Aladdin like the, the second J- one? the Jafar movie that came oh, out. Wow. I was like oh
2: was actually pretty good. That's the second one that had yeah okay I you know was going mean? to get into weird Robin Williams stuff but <laughs> we don't go there it's fine. Yeah. He, he wasn't in that one. He swore off Disney because of the first one. But then, he just, he, then he just came back for, for the paycheck on the third one. Huh. There's a third one? I didn't, yeah. Know, I didn't know. Yeah. The, the box one. art said featuring all Robin the, All the direct DVD um, Disney no, movies like, are fascinating. Monsters University is really good. Yeah.
0: And it's disappointing that, like, it sucks. Like, it must be so fucking depressing to work at Pixar. No offense to anybody who works at Pixar and yeah. to this podcast. But, like, that's a movie that seems like it has a really strong script and backbone start to beginning. Uh, and comes out- to end, also. Start to
3: begin and to completion.
5: <laughs> 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 like
0: from the, yeah, it feels like it had a, like I don't know. It has. It's a good story and has integrity and seems like it syncs up with the previous film, and is a sequel worth making. And then this sort of comes out. Isn't doesn't set the world on fire the way Disney probably expects a Pixar film to do so? And Cars Two crushes it. Yeah, yeah. it's just like okay, yeah. well, maybe yeah. we, how many more bites of that type of apple? Cars are we Two get? did not
2: crush anything. Really? really? I thought it did I thought very it was well. Huge. Yeah,
0: I think it does well across lines of business. I don't know if it
2: necessarily. Yeah, does but well Cars at the box Two office. as a film, I think, is kind of internally considered not good, or like culturally, like within an, like oh, sure. not not okay. not critically. Okay, well, but I, I mean, thought like, I thought we were talking about dollars. I oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that Cars Two. I know Cars is like the most it's profitable property, IP. To yeah.
0: Cars as, the, yeah. as an IP crushes the earth. Yeah, I think like you have com- to make the movie to keep the IP going. Yeah. Off. Yeah. So but it's just kind of got to be a bummer. You're like, well, well then they did Planes,
3: which yeah. wasn't even Pixar. Yeah. And they did
2: Planes like Fire Brigade. I didn't realize oh
3: those movies existed,
2: and then I was. Oh man, you're not seven. In, a, saw, in uh, classic style, uh, Firewatch, of uh, the game that we're working on, had been announced right when that Planes Fire movie came out. And my girlfriend's mom was like, "Do you think this is gonna like take some heat off of Firewatch? Like, is this bad for that game?" I <laughs> oh, and and then like, like, oh. we're okay. She's like, "No, I think Planes like Fire Rescue is not gonna touch uh, fi- uh, Firewatch." <laughs>
3: That's funny. So good. All right, Steve White writes, "Hey, thumbs. I don't mean to burst any bubbles here, but do you guys realize you're the hipsters of the video game industry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the beard-toting, big glasses-wearing kind. I'm talking about those who want the opposite of cool, the ones who praise the ironic, those who want the subversive. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. No, I find it, does it quite not. charming. With love, Steve, Tampa.
2: It hurts my feelings. Fuck that guy." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I actually take fucking strong. I have strong disagreement with that, but that's fine.
3: As well, you you clearly will, as the hipster of the video game <laughs> podcast world. <It's> <laughs> yeah, I don't have an opinion on it. I don't. I, I actually do-
0: also a word that's just fucking dead to. Oh language. yeah, it's
2: just dead. It's yeah.
3: a dead
0: cliche word, like.
2: If it's, yeah. I take issue with it only for declaring that we are ironic because I feel like we're the least ironic. I feel like we are not yeah. actually ironic. I feel like we're generally sincere. It just happens to be about a bunch of stupid garbage that no one cares about.
0: <laughs> um, it's true though, because like I don't think which is like, a sincere statement. <laughs> like I don't, like, I don't yeah, find right, like
2: ironic enjoyment of something
0: enjoyment. I find it to be like cynical and tiring. Like, right. If, if we like something it's because we actually if we were a podcast like
2: that it. went out of its way to find obscure bad things and then just talk about how cool we thought the bad things were the entire time that would be very different and that I would yeah, yeah. I would fully take that but I can't stand that stuff because I'm a fucking hipster um, <laughs> I, I want to point out something more important than this which is that in the previous email you meant to say congrats Nick
3: oh good point I did misread that oh. Yeah. I have that I have those I have kind of a dyslexia thing with remember when all those words.
0: people said congrats Nick oh yeah
2: They did it. man, that that email actually really bums me uh, out because that email is basically just like a bulletproof tank that is also a hall of mirrors because you can't say anything about it without it going "Ah," back at you. Like it's just, just, uh, I mean, like. The, very, the perfect crime yeah. is sending any <laughs> podcast that email, I think.
0: The
4: perfect
3: crime. Um, Especially
0: right. because it ends with like, no, like, not the hurt your feelings. You guys are great. It's like, well, no. Uh, know, uh, 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 what, our, our message <laughs> is being misrepresented. No.
3: All right. Ryan McDarmid writes, hey, Thumbs. Just started listening to the show in the last few weeks and been working my way back to the archives. Love the show. I'm writing because your various conversations about Doom and Doom mods combined with your discussion about Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, dredged up memories of a game I hadn't thought about in a long time, Chex Quest. If oh you haven't God. heard of it, Check's quest was a total conversion of doom into a less violent FPS included in cereal boxes to promote checks to young children. Instead of fighting demons, the protagonist uses a device to zap booger-looking creatures called phlemoids into another dimension. (laughs) Also, he wears some sort of space marine power armor shaped like a golden giant piece of cereal. This is as completely insane as it sounds. My brother and I were never allowed to have games like Doom when I was a kid, but we played this thing over and over. And looking up the game for this email, I discovered there are actually two sequels, the most recent one in 2008. What? No question. <laughs> Made really. it Unreal 3.
2: <laughs> no question, really, other than to cry, wonder if any of you have heard head. of this
3: before. Just wanted to share this thing that sounds like a bad fever dream but actually exists in a reality. Thanks for making a great show. All the best. Ryan McDarmid, British Columbia, uh, Canada. Having started with smaller episodes, I think Danielle has been a great addition oh, to the cast. Thank you. True. Imagine thank the like you. mid-tier sort
2: of mid-era mocap of the guy wearing a giant suit <laughs> in the shape of a big piece of check cereal, <laughs> trying to like cereal. do dive rolls <laughs> uh, with ping pong balls on his body uh, for the 2008 version of this game. So
3: you know, what this uh, you know what makes me think about. Um, it makes me wonder if it's still possible as a kid who lives in, lives in the world of the internet yeah. and like iPhones and, <clears throat> you know, Android phones and all this other stuff to have that experience that – like definitely as a kid, you you have – you know, certainly when we were growing up, we had TV. We had other kids who had stuff that, you know, was different. Like every kid has different stuff and like sometimes you're jealous of the stuff the other kid does. but But often I would – as a kid, it's possible to get into these little pockets where you have this one thing that you just played to death, yeah, and you right. have no way of knowing that it's not just ubiquitous or that like yeah. or or that other it's kids
0: bad or that it's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, like oh. Chex
3: Quest. It's like the game we play. Right. You ever yeah. play, Hey Hey Man? You ever play Chex Quest? Yeah. Like, what? That sounds lame. <laughs> and then the like, world shatters like, as that. Yeah. So there's CD-ROM just ROM
0: and then be like, Oh, I had a birthday and got this CD ROM that I now play without being able to go bounce it off. Right. sort of,
3: like... The- Without, like, looking for a checks quest. Let's Play, right. and then right. either it not existing, or it exists as just, like... A bunch of ironic like hipsters. Like, ironic hipster, yeah. like... <laughs> hipster or
0: podcast. It. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. you just the kids scrolling through your website, Polygon, being like... <laughs> I don't know, but they didn't review ChexQuest, I see.
2: I wonder <laughs> why You
0: know, like, oh, maybe it's just later. <laughs> just
2: keep looking. I want there to be one kid in the world who has an Xbox 360, and all that he, like, his the game that he and his brother grew up on was Sneak the King. King. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. that guy, go. you're on the same Sneak, yeah. Sneak King or page that, as me. Or that Yaris
4: game that came out. God, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It was but a free to- game, the, the, the Yaris to- the game. The Toyota Yaris
3: game. I played oh, that. Really? I played that and Sneak King like, yes. within, like, a week of each oh, other. God.
0: I said, like, I don't... I would never want Campo Santa to ever do work for hire, but a fucking, like... Burger King? Yeah. No, not Burger King, but, like, oh, somebody, like, mm, I don't know, Arby's.
2: <laughs> Arby's is too ironic. Never Burger King, but, um, uh, Arby's.
0: Yeah. Uh, who, <gasps> fast food? I guess Taco Bell would be totally fine with it. Taco Bell, you'd... If Taco Bell was, there like, was a, here's a, some money to make a game. There oh it was a so hard gummy, gummy to bear game yes. not too
4: long ago. It was gummy bears, I think. It was some brand. It was, like, God... Giant Bomb did a quick look of this, like, two or three years ago, and it was, like, a specific brand of candy, and there were little bears, little colorful bears. I don't know if it was actually, like, a gummy bear game, but it was something along these lines. And they had just the greatest conversation with the developer of
0: the, of Jake would
4: make a nerds game. It was amazing.
2: I'd make a nerds game. I'd make a sequel to Cool Spot. I I've been thinking about N E R D apostrophe S. For- We've oh, talked about yes. this nerds game. Yes. We had an episode called HD Cool Spot. Yes.
4: Cool Spot was a fun avoid, game. Avoid the
2: the Noid game was good. Avoiding Noid. You can't bring back the Noid though because of that one complaint from that guy. Ge- what well, was oh, no. weird, there was a weird. There's a weird Noid yeah. story and I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Someone was very upset by yeah. the Noid. I
3: think it was. They, they thought, annoyed, thought it was like a. Noid, there was someone who had who developed this like paranoid, horrible paranoid, paranoid yeah. nightmare that the Noid like was, was based on him. I think. Or yeah, was based on his like likeness or something. And yeah. God, God, it's like, so good.
0: Oh, the fact that Noid and Paranoid. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. oh
4: man.
2: So really, at this point, what you do is you license <laughs> that guy's story, and that's the new Noid. That's game. the game. It's just a
4: really, just like really, the crying really
2: of lot 49. Yeah, it's a really. Ble- oh my God! You make it from his perspective. Oh my God! You are the guy that thinks. Yeah. Yes.
4: I the thought it was just the of- telling
2: of his story, and it was just a really sad procedural, like no, you it's just call like it. a slice of life slash like legal proceedings, Of course. Oh my
4: God! You have to call it like paranoid up, identity theft.
0: Yeah, as opposed to like in the like in the auction room at the <sighs> end. He's just like in a like Domino's pizza. No, b- he's in the courtroom
2: room. about this, oh and the ruling is coming down. But he just sees it coming down from the Noid. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> he just, That's the judge. And then it's just like you can have the likeness back. He's just like, I don't think that I do. Like it's just, it's just
3: over. <laughs> oh my god!
2: <sighs>
3: you played Chess Quest. It sounds like
4: I didn't play it. Okay. Oh, the guy's but last name. Was, the
3: guy's last name was Noid.
4: Oh my god. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, that's grounds. On on January 30th, 1989, a 22 man na- a 22 year old man named Kenneth Lamar Noyd walked into a Domino's Pizza in Atlanta, Georgia, with a 357 Magnum revolver and took two employees hostage. Oh Jesus! Death in pizza. How Domino's lost its mascot.
1: Holy shit! Whoa! This was a
3: wow. yeah. This was an article on Fast Company like several months ago, and I read the whole thing and it was fascinating.
4: Oh my god!
3: Yeah, I think we might have talked about this previously as well. Potentially, I think we actually did on this very podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
4: Ken Noyd, don't miss.
0: Kenneth Lamar Noyd, because he took hostages. He gets the three names. Oh, I guess that's right. Oh, yes. <laughs> <Well>, That's true. <laughs> All yes. three yeah. properly.
4: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: You want to you want plug your podcast before you take off, Jake?
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've started a new podcast. <laughs> Oh, well, Chris and I... Oh, Chris and my podcast.
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, not
0: your, not your, it's
2: uh, your yeah, secret RSS. A couple weeks yet. ago, Chris and I started a podcast called Twin Peaks Rewatch. Um, the Twin Peaks, uh, Twin Peaks just came out on Blu-ray uh, recently, and also then it was announced that in 2016, uh, David Lynch and Mark Frost are doing a new series. So this was collectively a kick in the pants for Chris and I to go and rewatch Twin Peaks. So once a week... Uh, we're, every week we're watching a new episode of Twin Peaks in order and we're discussing it on a weekly podcast episode. It's called Twin Peaks Rewatch. The second episode is out now, so it's still early enough that you can jump in if you are looking for an excuse to watch Twin Peaks. It's a great show. Um. How did you guys not call it a Peaks of Weeks?
3: (laughs) We forgot to, to release an additional false name this week.
2: Yeah. Our, our plan as started in the first episode is to release a false name every week, uh, (laughs) And we forgot in episode two. So that trend has got to be picked up sooner or it'll be dropped immediately. Yeah.
0: Well, it was dropped immediately. It was. Well, if you pick it up, it's okay.
2: Um, but yeah, no. Multi-
0: yeah. I haven't heard it, but I will subscribe to it on iTunes. And <laughs> I might leave you guys a review because that'll help other people find the show. It will. The same way it would if you were to do that for idle thumbs on iTunes That's or true. SoundCloud
2: those are all true facts at
0: soundcloud.com slash idle thumbs podcast or you know. soundcloud.com
2: slash twin peaks rewatch thanks
0: guys how about
4: both yeah
2: <laughs> no you write them all the, in one line
0: only review the good podcast <laughs> yeah do the best wow. one pick your favorite and then delete the rss feed from the other one of the other one. <laughs> please Kill don't actually dragons. do that <laughs> yeah you can Sophie's <laughs> choice idle thumbs and twin
2: peaks rewatch <laughs>
4: Do we do the thing where we wrap up all the games we talked about, or do we decide we not should. to do that?
2: We can do it. We can do it really quick. This week, we discussed- 80 days. Dota 2, 80 Days, Alien Isolation, The Evil Within, Chex Quest, <laughs> and the novel Wolf and White Van. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. I like
0: the Thank fiver Thank y'all. Fiverr's great. Yeah. I think the Fiverr feels good.
2: I'm a fan of the Fiver
0: oh,
3: I'm a fiber fan.
2: Fiver fan. Fiverr fan? Yeah. You're a
0: Fiver
3: Fivers. fanatic.
2: <laughs> I, I am.
4: <laughs> Gotta get your Fiverr.
2: Do you? You do. We're done. We stopped. We're done. Nick, We're done. say something. Uh, bye. Thanks. <laughs> Next week, I'll talk about the Evil
1: Within.
3: Video games. This week's episode was brought to you by Hover, an excellent domain name registrar. Visit hover.com and use the promotional code Jake for 10% off your first purchase, including lowered prices on new TLDs and old favorites like .com.
2: Yeah, it's not worth talking about fucking Commander Toad on the podcast. But you remember the Commander Toad levels from Mario 3D or from Mario 3D World? Ugh. there's just a whole game of those. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's all that it is. But like, it's a Wii game. It's a Wii U.
0: I'm gonna work out real it's hard good. for a month, Any and I might horror. go to your boxing gym.
4: Yeah? yeah, anytime. I'm there.
0: Uh, fucking video games. <laughs> you love them? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even incorrect. know if I ever have. Is the real problem. Does anybody really know <laughs> what Get love is? Does anybody... We say we love things, but maybe we're just having no. chemicals in our brain release. Well, no, I have this... Mm.
2: It's like when you watched The Matrix and you really liked it, and then The Matrix 2 came out, and then The Matrix 3 came out, and you didn't know if you ever liked The Matrix.
0: Love is like The Matrix. <laughs> it's
2: basically bullshit.